0: I eat a sandwich with a glass of cooked roll No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional bar But now when I have downtime I can do what I want.
1: And welcome to the existentialist cucumber, the podcast that just one of us
0: handed a boatload of cash to the Disney Overlords and my name is Larry Wu. And I'm Curtis Withers. I know probably a lot of li- listeners think that it was me uh who who did that because i have no restraint when it comes to giving uh uh george lucas and you know those who have followed george lucas my money but uh, no tell us about uh, tell us about your 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 purchase well
1: you know what uh, it's just coming back from vacation and i have to tell you but this was the vacation that we had planned just before the pandemic hit in may of 2020 so this is kind of like the redemption tour Vacation, which we go often like we're not we're not rookies to to florida and, and disney world but yes just came back from seeing galaxy's edge for the first time
0: wow curtis <laughs>
1: that's and all this i have to is, say
0: and this is the new or newish I, uh, um uh section of disney world that's all that's all star wars themed yes like- so so once they once disney
1: bought out lucasfilm they started planning so I think when Force Awakens came out, uh, that's when they started seriously planning everything, what it's going to look like, the feel, what planet they're going to be on, and what do they call it? The the Imagineers were uh, off to work. Now, it's been a while since I – I think I checked. It was 2017 since I last been to Disney. It still amazes me every time I go, Curtis. Mm-hmm. Like you've been, right? And it's oh, yeah. just – you don't go for the rides in the thrill sense. Like, you're not going there for Canada's Wonderland, Six Flags type of experience. You're you're going there for, like, this immer- heavily immersive, you know, go into the storybook experience. And I think that's what Disney's always been about, right? Yeah, yeah. But to see it in, like, full-on Star Wars, wow. Just wow. Like, I'm I, I just – I was speechless going in and not just being just a fan, but how good of a job it is. Like once you cross that threshold from, you know, the golden era of Hollywood, which is it's in Hollywood studios, mm-hmm. uh, theme park. And you go into this bridge and you exit. It is like you, you know, on a, I wouldn't say alien planet uh, that that's, the, it's like you stepping into like the, um, a movie set. Mhm. Right, right. Everything is Star Wars. There is nothing that kind of resembles the outside world in a way. Mm-hmm. Like park benches. Nope, they've been Star wars eyes. <laughs> ah. Garbage receptacles. They look like things that you'd see in us in a in a uh, walking along, you know, Star Wars. Yeah. The bathrooms, Curtis. At first I thought I hadn't gone in yet at this point in time of the day. I thought Oh, I they I jokingly said, "Oh, did they Star Wars the bathroom?" So Callum went to check out one of the bathrooms and he came out and he said, "Oh yeah, the bathroom is full of Star Wars." Yeah. yeah. So I had to go see it. And and it, yeah, it has this look of uh like a bathroom that you would think that would be in like Maz's cantina. Right. Right. You know, it it's kind of war torn. It's it's a lot of exposed pipe. It's it, nothing looks new and shiny. Right. Like, you know there's a Dyson blade in front yeah. of you, but it's been painted to make it look, you know, that it's gone through a war. Right, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or or smugglers have been using it <laughs> for, yeah. for many, many years. Yeah. yeah, and not just to dry their hands. Yeah, Uh, uh and, and the people that are dressed, you know, cleaning up, the storekeepers, whatever, and I, it must be comfortable working at uh, Galaxy's Edge because the clothes, you kind of just look like, it's like a cross between Renaissance fair peasant, and yeah. make it look somewhat galactic. Like they're not the goofy pastelly uh, Disney uniforms that you you come to think about. Like if you go right. to Magic Kingdom, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I was sold, dude. Uh, the, the life size X wings. Now again, this is all kind of uh, Force
0: Awakens, Last Jedi vintage, right? So. Yeah. So last time I was there, which was 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 a while ago, um but they had they had the, the Star Tours ride mm-hmm. and they had started they had started work on on the on the the main um sort of Star Wars attr- uh, land uh attraction sort of thing cuz because like, you know, you could hang out with Jawas and Kylo Ren was there. And stuff like that but now so now now that it's, it's fully sort of realized part of the park and then and then so there's star tours is star tours is star tours in that part or is it still kind of in the hollywood disney part and this yeah, is sort I mean, of separate if you were to walk
1: by star tours you just keep walking and then you'll see this tunnel right like a fairly large tunnel and then when you when you cross into beyond the tunnel it's
0: galaxy's edge and Galaxy's Edge, so tell us a little bit about the the new so so Star Tours is a pretty good ride, it's evolved over time, but like still great. Yeah. It's still great. It's yeah. still great. They, they, yeah. they they up they upgraded it to
1: like a 4K screen so everything is very clear. Nice. And I think they now do a I think it's I think it's like a little Hollywood trick. It's like a a one-way mirror that they can project an image and it looks like a hologram. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I think we got, uh, I don't know. I don't think, I think it was John Boyega, you know, Hey, can you help us out? You know, right. Star tours, you know, (laughs) help us out. Yeah. Because of course at Disney world, all the rides, like you were saying, have plots. That's right. Because you're in the story. Like, uh, so I I have a few other non-Star Wars stories to tell fun rides there, but uh, so you're, Galaxy's Edge is on a planet that you've never seen before, but you're familiar. Like you get the familiar vibe. It's like Batu, mm-hmm. of course. It's in the outer rim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like nothing happens in the inner circle of this universe. No. right. It's Star no. Wars outer rim.
0: No, because because like in that inner circle, like they the just in the original trilogy days, like the uh, the Empire would have had too much control. There wouldn't have been there wouldn't have been the opportunities for uh, rebellion that you would get in the lala outer rim. Yep. So very familiar shapes when you're looking at the buildings. A lot of
1: round tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that you'd see in Mandalorian like the Navarro, like kind of structures that look like they were kind of carved out of the stone that was there, mm-hmm. versus like something that was built. Right. Uh, lots of sounds. Apparently John Williams wrote original music for the park and it plays kind of in the background while you're just kind of strolling oh, through. That's cool. I thought that was a nice touch. Uh, you have a full-size resistance X-wing. There's a Kylo Ren shuttle, which he comes out and they do like a little sketch. Right. There's like an A-wing where the uh, – Ray character kind of goes and fixes, and then that's like that's kind of like her starting point when she walks the crowd, right? And it's a, it's a Ray. I think they call a Ray Jedi in training. So basically, last Jedi Ray in the gray outfit. Um, loads of fun, great experience, atmosphere. They they nailed it. The two. Key rides are awesome. One is Smuggler's Run. So that's known as the Millennium Falcon ride. So that's basically Star Tours taken to the next level. Right. Okay. They – Curtis, they built a life-size – and I would say it's pretty to scale. Life-size Millennium Falcon that is like the opening uh, to that ride. You're not going into that Falcon – But you kind of going. It's it's something to stare at while you're standing in the two hour lineup to the right. Yeah. Um. And you know, once in a while, it would like release, quote unquote, I don't know, gas. It would make noises. You know, it it's it's pretty cool. So smugglers run. There's six seats. Uh, you do go through what you've seen of the Millennium Falcon. So you go through the familiar hallway. Then you enter that main kind of uh, area where they're playing chess and kind of the cargo and that control panel that seems to be like the engine room or engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go into the cockpit and the cockpit is, I think there's probably four or six cockpits that they leave because... The cockpit's so small, you're thinking, okay, Disney, how are you moving all these people through this ride? And it's pretty cool how they do it. Uh, But other than having six cockpits, uh, you're led. You and your party are led. So the great thing about the immersion is you're only together as a larger group in in that open area where the chessboard is. Mm -hmm. And then your six are led through one of the hallways leading to a cockpit the doors open you sit down in the cockpit six seats the screen is basically what you're seeing <laughs> out of the cockpit of the falcon there's two pilots in the front two gunners in the middle and engineers that just push buttons basically the people every person on the ride other than watching the ride go you're just spamming buttons right and i i've been in all th- I've been on the ride three times. So I've been on in every position. Mm -hmm. Um, Curtis, it's loads of fun, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Because the screen again, it's not, I wouldn't even say it's a screen. I would almost say, you know, that the Mandalorian void Mm -hmm. that they film a lot of the scenes in. Mm -hmm, it's, it's, It's like that because it's not like there's panels that are the cockpit of the Falcon. It, there, there seems to be some space between the cockpit and the, the screen. Right. Okay. Um, and, of course, it's like, I don't know how many K definition. Like, it, it just looks crazy. Um, and it's, you know, Star Tours ride. You, you're moving around. You're on a mission uh, by Hondo. Hondo is a character from the Clone Wars. He's like mm-hmm. a smuggler- neutral guy but in any case you go through a little adventure the ride ends typical you exit into the uh uh the gift, the shop. gift shop yeah <laughs> that is typical which by the way there's there there's actually a alignment gift shop so there's the smugglers run gift shop there's actually a first order specific gift shop and then there's like this other trading post which is like where you get the high end stuff, where you can buy like a lightsaber, pre made right. uh, lightsaber parts. The big ride or the premier ride that's right now is Rise of the Resistance. That thing you can potentially wait—I don't know how long—to get in the ride. I, I, we rode it twice and only twice—one, one in each day at night too. Curtis, this ride, I, you know, again, hats off Disney. They they went to town, used every bit of technology, force perspection, whatever they're doing, just to give you that crazy experience. In fact, just like any other ride in Disney, there's an experience in the lineup. Yes. Right? So you're going through this resistance base and it's like, oh, here's the medic. Here's the, the, the med bay and there's a back to tank and blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're going through the armaments. You don't realize – you've been on this lineup for 90 minutes, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Because once the ride, once you get into the ride, you completely forget about the 90 minutes that was previous that you've been standing there. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I know. It was, it was like that, like even an Everest, right? Like the, Mm -hmm. the uh, Everest roller coaster. Yeah. uh, You're kind of going through, yeah. An animal kingdom. Yeah. There's like tons. You're kind of going through like a, like a Himalayan outpost kind of thing. And there's tons of stuff and, you know, tends to see, remember the Aerosmith ride had that, you know, the video where like, you know, Aerosmith is just finishing their rehearsal and then they're getting carted off to something. And then Steve Dado like, Oh, you guys should come along or whatever. And then you, <laughs>
1: I'll give you a star for that. Uh, <laughs> awesome impression.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Unlike, unlike Kella's Wonderland where you're just standing in the sweltering heat. And all you're feeling <laughs> <at> nothing. <laughs>
1: and, and all you're staring at is, like, iron metal bars yeah. that are separating you, right? Yeah. A corral
0: bar. And sometimes they're different colors. So. That's about as interesting as it gets. Because the ride is so epic, there's a ride
1: that takes you to the ride. Oh, yeah. If that makes sense. So, after you go through the lineup, you are then displayed with more Disney magic. Again, I think it is a one way uh, window, and then they project ray. So it actually looks like a Star Wars hologram because you're like,
0: how do they do that? <laughs>
1: yeah. And then I kind of Googled it. So you get into, quote unquote, another shuttle, which is another um, Star Tours esque uh, ride, but not as violent because you're standing. Mm-hmm. piloted by no other than nine Nub, finally getting some credit nine Nub. yeah yeah come on the guy guy blew up star killer base and the last death Star he's got uh he's got some serious I That's mean it's a big resume right yeah yeah <laughs> so uh and but there's marionettes and they're they're they look very good because again they, they just kind again the more human they look, or the less human they look, the marionettes look great. So the Mon mm-hmm. Calamari captain looks great. Yeah. Manaya you kind of just see from the back and he kind of turns his head once in a while. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those rides that's not, it's a non ride. Like it kind of shakes, but it can, ro- it ro- it's probably something that rotates. So you enter through one door, it rotates. And then when you exit through the other door, by that time you are quote unquote captured by the First Order. And you exit, and Curtis, I can only describe what Disney made as an airplane hangar <laughs> to make it look like the 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 launch bay of one of those star cruisers. And they have a whole bunch of marionette stormtroopers, and once in a while, some of them, their heads will move just a bit, just to give the illusion. There's a TIE fighter that is, again, life-size, because I'm like, I could totally sit in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it you know like when they're on the wall when they're yeah. yeah they're like docked or whatever yeah so you're then you get into another line <laughs> which you are uh and I swear again the 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 budding actors and actresses that are trying to fa- land a role in Hollywood somewhere if they don't get a role they go work at Disney because they're so good at their at what they do they're in character. Yet they're still doing their job as a Disney, you know. How many people are in your party and right, kind of splitting yeah. you up? But they're all dressed in first order uniforms, and but they're still in character. Yes, we're so- captured. We're we're rebel. We're We're possible resistance scum. So they're they're kind of still in character, but they're so good at thinking on their feet. Uh, the first time, this guy played the first order officer. I'm bored. I hate my job. Kind of office space yeah. type guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, you know, please remove all your bags. And if you think it's a bag, it's a bag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but it wasn't like he was bored of being being at work, like right. in re- reality. Like that was his character. Yeah. The next one was this female officer, and she was much more serious. But the the couple that was with us for the ride like totally didn't break her out of character because she thought quickly thought on her feet because the, the one husband was like giggling and she she goes, what's so funny, prisoner? And then uh, the husband goes, oh, just wanted to let you know because he thought he could get one up on her. Yeah. Try to make her break character, right? You know, oh, my wife thinks General Hux is hot and she's like, didn't even like slight second and then went what and she like kind of leans in towards the woman kind of does you know covering her mouth to the to the husband and goes you can do better (laughs) and she goes and she's like oh well you're lucky because he's the one going to be interrogating you and i'm like damn that's Mm -hmm. these people have the funnest jobs right so yeah yeah. So the ride itself, the Rise of the Residence ride is, again, using old Disney technology. It's the I'm on rails. I'm on a buggy that's two rows. I think six people can sit aside so everyone gets a nice view. Mm-hmm. And the ride kind of shows you a few things Then quickly moves. It can pivot 360 degrees. It can travel sideways. So basically you're on this uh, like prisoner – Transport controlled by uh you know the black droid right Curtis the rest of the ride is like crazy I s- they built life size AT-AT walkers <laughs> wow they have this thing go up to up on an elevator and then again Star Tours again when you escape you are in this dropship so there the you actually go into the 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 buggy gets clamped you can feel it clamp into the elevator and then it just drops. For just ever so slightly, you, know, right. you know, just just enough to kind of, and of course, then you're experiencing Star Tours again, right? As you're escaping these, shut the 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 Star Destroyer in, you do bump into Kylo Ren as he's chasing you, and they do this interesting illusion where he lands on the elevator above you, and you can see his lightsaber pierce through the ceiling, mm-hmm. and he's cutting a hole. Right. Yeah. I was like, how did they? do that (laughs) like, because it looked pretty damn good maybe no sparks like or anything but it it, it did look like something coming through the ceiling and cutting yeah obviously it's it must be something that rotates or or whatever but right um and and the and the ride actually has an outdoor component so you're you're kind of almost going from
0: building to building right right Uh, it's like a multi-stage
1: oh yeah type of ride
0: yeah it, it amazing just, I
1: I, I I can understand why the lineup is huge. Yeah. And then you have to understand the whole Genie Plus thing that's on your phone. Unfortunately, it tethers you to your phone all day, which, you know, arguably speaking in today's society, that's what everyone's doing anyways. Yeah. But you're constantly trying to find slots. Again, uh, we're going to talk about something later on, but it's like gamifying your waiting in line experience.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um speaking of uh lightsabers um, oh yes and we we're talking about the, your big purchase you uh you um you know i don't want to say broke the bank but you uh you know you, you i you i paid, had you cr- paid top dollar for like a, a quality a quality I, lightsaber I, right not only
1: not only did i buy it it's it's really it's it's you're buying another experience curtis because we're mm-hmm. still in the storybook right Mm-hmm. So you're on Batu and you go to this junk dealer who happens to have smuggled in parts and the whole experience is called uh, I think the character's name is savvy savvy's workshop. So you go into what looks like a you know a, a junkyards workshop with uh, I think maybe 15 20 other people mm-hmm. and in front of you is a stand and it's for lightsaber and you, you actually construct your lightsaber. You get to choose based on your alignment that you select at the beginning of the experience. You're given a little pin that signifies your alignment. I wouldn't say alignment. Uh, no, no. I think let's, let's just call it alignment. It's not necessarily good or bad, but it's like, uh, there's like a nature one, a guardian one, power and control that I forgot. I don't know, strength and honor. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And then each one of those streams has very specific parts given to you. So you're given a tray based on the pin you're wearing and you choose different pieces. Mm-hmm. So anyone who's played like, uh, the video game, last Jedi, that's mm-hmm. a Jedi. Uh, was it last Jedi? The, the latest one, the Cal Kestis. I'm not, it's not last Jedi. It's uh, I did. Yeah. I did play a Jedi.
0: We'll yeah, get back to it. It'll I played it, yeah, because there's a yeah, the sequel the coming out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you come, yeah.
1: You, yeah the sequel's Jedi coming Order? out. Jedi Order? No. It's no. Like the, 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 new, the new one's called Jedi Survivor. Right. Um, but yeah, it's the Cal Kesta story, right? The About the Padawan who escapes. So the whole experience of how Cal, if you remember the game, how he constructs his lightsaber. The Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order. There the you Fallen go. Fallen Order. And uh, how he constructs his lightsaber in the game is very similar. So you have like the backbone, you have your crystal, and then you have the pieces inside, outside, the emitter, what switch you want to use. Um, It's pretty awesome, Curtis. This thing is pretty advanced, like more advanced than I thought. A, the hilt probably weighs about five to seven pounds, so it's not plastic and light. Second, uh, you put your crystal in, and then the thing kind of makes this... You know, ooh ah sound, right? Kind of like like glow slash low hum, so it feels like something's happening. And uh but even if you attempt to switch it on, nothing will happen. Like it kind of makes a sparking noise. Uh so you assemble the whole thing, and obviously the the, the blade is glass. And when you throw it on, it's pretty cool. Like one, they figured out somehow t- to delay the light, so it actually looks like it is rising, like the light is slowly. Like it's not just like a flashlight; that just lights up. It it actually seems to have an illusion that it's actually uh, growing out. The crystal on the, inside the, the lightsaber actually does change not only the color of your blade, but changes the sound of the lightsaber itself. Right, right. So, so, so you can go and back to the, the the store and buy more crystals and pop them in and out and try whatever you want. But right, uh, so yeah. It was loads of fun, man. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so I built uh, I built one that's kind of Knights of the Old Republic style. A lot of mm-hmm. gold, a lot of silver. Uh, very ornate. Uh, Callum built one that's a little bit more um, – it's it's part of the power and control. Not exactly the Sith style because they don't want to call it that. Right. So very sharp uh uh, contours, so it's right. kind of pointy, if you will, right, and right. mostly black and silver. Right. Um, yeah, no, loads of fun, Curtis. It's it's is it a toy? Sure, but it's not like the lightsabers you you see and you we we've experienced in like Toys R Us, the plastic ones. Yeah, it's nothing like that. I wouldn't even go as far. It's it's not even like the ones that you'd buy even at like the Silver Snail, where you would see it. It's like two hundred bucks. I think yeah. it might be similar, but I don't know if they're as sophisticated as these ones.
0: Right? Yeah, I doubt. I don't think so. Yeah, those, these these yeah. sound pretty. So, what what uh, color is your blade?
1: Uh, yellow. Because yellow. I figured, you know, I think that one of the main characters in Knights of Old Republic, or at least in the cutscenes, is is yellow. I don't know.
0: Yes, yes, there is somebody with yellow. Um I can't remember
1: who. I don't think it's. I don't think it's like. I don't think Revan's blade is. I think he has got a blue one. Darth. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, Jedi Knight Revan being like the the main character in the original. Yeah, the old Republic game. Yeah. Uh, but I figured that would be more fitting, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah. Cool.
1: But it, this thing comes with a long carrying case. If you can envision a pool cue case, remember you used to. <laughs> It's about a little longer than that, so luckily the in-laws are driving back from Florida to Toronto. So, my my initial thought was I got to FedEx this thing. There's no way I'm bringing them to carry on
0: because mm-hmm. um, it's glass. <laughs> so, and but, but, yes. but, but you told me that the that the lightsabers are in the country. They are in the They've country. Across the border, you just got to go get them. I guess got to go get them,
1: and I I think I have I have a spot kind of. You know, a little open spot maybe next in front of Obi Wan here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll put that uh, there. Looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it's. Is it worth it? Oh, sure. Well, know, of course it's one, worth one, it. One, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's. I'll regret it maybe. I don't know. A few years from now, maybe when ah. I need the money or whatever. But yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh. So another thing, I did have some blue milk. Yeah. Should I had the alcoholic version, Curtis? It was just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Should have had it with the rum. But then it so, would have been a $12 cocktail. Yeah. Now, do you remember? I don't remember my previous times at Disney, but Disney now seems to have like this open alcohol carry policy now.
0: Yeah, they had it last time I was there too. Okay. Uh, like, I, I remember, like, it was limited, but like you could go. They had like, 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 um, it was, it was like, uh, not Coors Light, Miller Light, I think it was Miller and Miller Light was a bud. Maybe it was Bud and Bud Light, but uh they had like kiosks everywhere. And yeah, you could go and buy a Bud Light and walk around the park. Mm. Just just drinking drinking like but but you could only get like domestic American beers. There was no there was nothing with rum in it. It sounds like maybe it's changed a little bit now. <laughs> you can get your blue milk with rum and walk walk around.
1: Yeah. It, um, it was. It wasn't tasty. It was. It was a lot. It tasted like a lot of chemicals. That's. All mm. I also had a porg, not a sandwich, like a porg wrap.
0: Yeah, oh, that sounds T- terrible. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yes, if you are a big Star Wars fan, make your way to Galaxy's Edge. I don't know how it compares to the one in Disneyland. I suspect that they're both the same. But there is a uh, – some other rides I want to point out. Again, you're in the storybook. There's the latest uh, Minnie and Mickey experience ride. It took over for the great Hollywood ride, which is in the Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a buggy ride. Uh, but again, the Imagineers and Disney, they just know how to do it. So they're, you're going into the theater. You're standing up watching the, the Minnie and Mickey uh, – Mickey a mini movie. Uh, Goofy causes some disarray and he crashes into the screen. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, like, the, I think the screen rises so that it exposes, like, you know, that cartoony, you know, hole breaking the fourth wall. Right. Yeah. And Goofy's like, come on, folks, join the adventure. Let's help them get to their picnic or whatever. So you you then walk through the hole. Mm-hmm. which, spoiler alert, you get into a line to get yeah. into the ride. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And then you exit through a different hole that looks like it's the same theater, but it's not. Uh, so that was a fun ride. Yeah,
0: that because sounds Because the,
1: cool. the, the music in it is catchy because it's, it's, it's mostly this old-style marionette. If you've been on the old uh, Hollywood ride, you'd understand what this space is, right? It's right, just yeah. wide open. You know, they go from space to space. They're playing a f- fun song. And uh, the other ride is in the Toy Story land. So, again, big IP there, Toy Story mm-hmm. uh, is the slinky roller coaster. Dude, I don't do roller coasters. I don't know how they got me onto it. Now, it's not Yukon Striker or even Behemoth or Leviathan or anything like that. But man, I was like going on it. I think I had one eye open. <laughs> No, wow. and this is the Toy Story Slinky ride, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. there's no upside down. It's just, it's you know, yeah. I, I, I'm
0: not, I'm not a fast ride person, right, right. So you uh, wouldn't like the Aerosmith ride, for example. Oh God,
1: oh, I think I'd yeah. be, I'd be puking, or I'd just be, yeah. I'll be ill for the rest of the day. Yeah. The one thing that was not open, but will be opening in a few weeks that I missed, I missed out uh, was in EPCOT. Was, was EPCOT? No, Magic Kingdom. Uh, is the Tron ride,
0: the Tron oh. roller
1: coaster? So the Light Cycle roller coaster. So you, now I don't know how many people can ride well on this because you have to get into the Light Cycle position, and that's the roller coaster. Like this thing comes over all your back right, to keep right. you. And yeah, I like it, it looks part. interesting. Yeah. Oh, and you know, got the got the, you got the Daft Punk techno music going, and it's kind of a. I think it replaces one of the older rides at Epcot, I, or maybe maybe it is Epcot. It's a Splash Mountain. I think it replaces that. Oh, okay, where it okay. spaces.
0: Yeah. So now, is there? Are there still? Because when I was there last time, there was still like some old as shit stuff from the sixties. Some of it, like I would say, racially insensitive. <laughs> like do they uh, have, Do they still have yes. like that kind of stuff?
1: <laughs> uh, no, they fixed it. So I think what you're probably referring to is uh, the Jungle Cruise ride, the the rock movie.
0: Um, It wasn't that one. It was, uh, there was one, and it's not really a ride. It's more of a theater. You go in and there's these four parrots with very broad um, accents. Like they're all, there's an Mm. Irish one, a German one, a Mexican one. And they just talk about (laughs) crap the whole time. (laughs) It takes like 20 minutes and it's like they gotta replace us with something. I, I do
1: know that they did upgrade Jungle Cruise. Okay, because before the original Jungle Cruise, which again, it we're talking, it was only recently updated. Like they got rid of like the jungle people. Right, if, right. If you kind of catch my drift. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that that's why I kind of kind of hear uh, they the. Disney food always seems to be impressive, but um, you know it's again Disney wants to put you into the storybook, put you into the story, and job well done. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll give it to them. Uh, but yeah the the, the food was uh, the food was decent. Now I, I've been back for a little bit. I know we had missed last week, but Curtis, you, you how's that uh, McChicken sitting after trying it out?
0: I, it, it passed without incident. um i'm happy to say uh so that was good um but like a couple of days later uh, in the mail we got a coupon book usually coupon books like they go directly into recycling but i looked and it was a coupon book and it was a lot of coupons for mcdonald's and they were pretty good savings like a like a significant chunk off of like um like a like a of a combo, which would include like a signature sandwich, medium fries, medium fountain drink. There's some breakfast coupons. There was nothing for the chicken Big Mac, but that was fine because mm-hmm. I had no interest in getting another one. But there was one, and I had never tried it, and it's been around for a while. But for the the crispy McChicken, mm-hmm. um, which you know I got, and so I, I said, well, what the hell, you know, I I want to compare it to the to the underwhelming chicken Big Mac. So I got it, and, you know, you have your option of getting, like, the spicy style or the regular style. I got the spicy style and stuff like that. We got bacon on it, and uh, I, I thought it was really good. Like, for a McDonald's sandwich, I was really impressed. It was way better than the, than the chicken Big Mac. Like, don't waste your time with a chicken Big Mac.
1: It's always the coupons. Yeah. I, I remember getting those when when we used to get junk mail. And yeah, you, you feel, you felt like it was almost obligated to run through the coupon book.
0: Yeah. And then like, you'd get, like, I was never a McNuggets fan, but I'd be like, well, <laughs> it's either, it's either, you know, I don't get $2 off a six piece McNugget combo or, you know, like I, I just, I was just, yeah, you would just do it. You would just do it because, because it was there now, now I think like you can be more discerning. You can be like, I will never, ever want that filet fish combo. So, uh, you
1: know. <laughs> so Curtis, I know you're, you're, you're saying you, you got the coupons. That was the impetus to go eat McDonald's. Yes. They, they do have an app. Now everything has an app, right? Mm-hmm. I don't recommend you using the app because I found myself looking at the app and going, Oh, I should get this. This looks like a really good deal. And then stopping myself because it's like, Oh, it's for the quarter pounder. It's garbage. Right? Yeah there's yeah. so many offers and you were we were saying just earlier about the game you you coined the tame term right the gamification of ordering food yeah McDonald's has figured that out right like this app is slick it works well I can micro adjust my food you know without talking trying to tell a human being what I want like you can be very specific right hey I only I don't want any butter on my Mc, uh, McMuffin or whatever or uh, I want extra Big Mac sauce, no pickles. Like it, it's, you, you can go down that granularity, but there's also offers, right, Curtis? So there's always mm-hmm. built in coupons. Mm-hmm. So, as an example, if you like the McKrispies so much right now, I'm, lo- I'm launching the app right now for $8.79, Curtis, you can get a McCrispy extra value meal. So, drink and fries for eight almost just nine bucks
0: yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good and of course they put the expiry date on it so that it forces you oh i gotta get it now yeah yeah but uh yeah i i I didn't don't have the mcdonald's app but i do have the starbucks app and it's very much also the gamification of, of you know you're collecting stars Yep. um and then it keeps track of them it's a very slick app everything's easy to order so like uh my routine is i'll get off the train uh at union station when i'm going to work and then while i'm walking um up bay street i will punch in my order and then it will be ready for me by the time i get to the king and young mcdonald's and then i drink it on the way to uh, adelaide church for work so it's a whole routine but like this so this um you get stars with every purchase and then eventually you can cash them in for like a free mm-hmm. uh, Coffee and if you save up enough, you can get like something to eat or a um, yep. or a signature coffee. And then there's side quests. There's like these little side quests <laughs> to make it even more like a game. Like you can, it, it. I haven't tried it in a while, but like there was these things, and it would say you know start your, you know you can start your like your, your star journey. run now or whatever, and you'd start and it would tell you kind of what you have to buy though. So it'd be like first you have to buy like one of their little box salads, and then you got to buy. I don't know, like a uh, pumpkin spice latte. But if you buy everything in a certain amount of time, then you get like a whack load of stars. But like I often didn't want to spend that much money on at Starbucks. So I didn't do too many of the side quests, but they were there side quests and with rewards. And uh, the thing is they've changed the, the game so many times there. It used to be like the stars. Um, When you got enough stars, you could redeem it for, anything so you just got to a certain threshold once you hit that threshold you could get any item for free so that included Mm. that included food you know that anything of any price and so there was people who were like that doesn't really seem fair because like you know a guy who's just going in and buying a coffee every now and then eventually is going to get like you know is 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 gonna get get, because i think it was like you got us the same kind of stars for every purchase as well no matter Mm. what you bought so it was kind of skewed towards the casual like myself uh so then they changed it to um if you you would get stars based on your purchase if you bought expensive things you'd gain stars faster obviously and then they changed it to you know 25 stars was a flavor shot 50 stars was a free coffee, mm-hmm. you know on and on, um, and I was fine with that. it wasn't as good for me, but I was fine with that for a while, but they've recently just doubled everything, so now it's a hundred stars they get a free coffee, and now I'm not as interested in the game anymore because that's the the deal with the game is you have to think that you're achieving something all the time mm-hmm. not 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 like a windfall, yeah. Yeah, they have to like each. You have to see like like substantial progress towards that free coffee. Which each each coffee you buy, mm. otherwise, otherwise, it's you know it's it's not quite as. So, so one thing
1: we will you will know when it will complete the gamification cycle is if they somehow tie in an achievement or star reward. If you do like a pure later mission, you'd actually like deliver someone's coffee. Yeah, like pick up pick up the coffee from this place and drop it off at this guy in some office, and then you yeah. achieve like some I don't know extra stars
0: yeah, for that, doing that pure later mission. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, for sure that would be, or 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 like you know, slay three burgers.
1: So so I, I was gonna bring that up. Like, do you find that when these rewards and sometimes I see on the McDonald's app it's like that, where you find that you're buying it not because you want the food, but you're doing it just to earn more points. And it's like, oh, I guess I could have that muffin i i'm yeah i'll eat the muffin what's what's but you didn't really want a muffin right there yeah, and then. you yeah. just wanted a coffee but if if there's an incentive to 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 buy something very simple alongside that you won't necessarily throw away
0: 100 100 this the part of the gamification system is that like yeah it gets you to to do things towards getting an achievement or a goal that exists outside of consuming food I don't know. And then you spend more money than, than you thought you were going to, right? Like we're, you we're say. Just, yeah. You'd be like, I, I, normally I wouldn't buy, you know, say, normally I wouldn't buy a, an apple pie. Do they still have those, by the way? The, those fried apple pies at McDonald's? They must. Uh, they do, but it's not far fried anymore. Oh, no? It's baked. Oh man, I remember that, that was, that, that shit was dangerous. I used to cook those at McDonald's and it was dangerous. Well,
1: it's basically like a egg roll filled with, uh.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you deep fry it and it would just spit grease everywhere. People, <laughs> yep. everybody always had like welts and stuff who worked at the McDonald's. Like it, it it's still, crazy. it's still tasty.
1: I think, I think I had one not too long ago. It's still tasty, but it's not deep fried. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, so, so it's kind of dry. Yeah. And yeah. so, so, uh, now I have pretty good restraint when it comes to McDonald's, but having this app, I sometimes find myself looking at it going, Oh, what can I get with my reward points? Or what's what offers do I have? And it's like, Oh, and then I stop myself because it's like, Oh, it's McDonald's. Yeah. Now I do use it for breakfast, McDonald's breakfast. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll eat that all the time, but, uh, and that's what I got. Just ordering breakfast for the three of us is garnering me points left, right and center. Which you I can apply la- towards other breakfasts, right? Oh yeah, like right now, I, I, I used one not too long ago. I think the last time I did use my points for free, like full on McMuffin, hash brown, coffee. I think right now with the highest with the the highest reward level I have, I can get a junior chicken sandwich, a McDouble, a McMuffin breakfast sandwich, or a snack size McFlurry. So where's the economy there, Curtis? A snack, snack size, snack size McFlurry is the equivalent of a McDouble.
0: Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to. What's picture it that McFlurry? The, well, you can get <laughs> right now for a limited time only. You can get Cadbury's Easter Cream Egg McFlurry, but yeah, I think you can get s- score. But, bars but is that the and-
1: equivalent of a, of a hamburger? I know the McDouble is not a large hamburger, but still could I, I, it must be right like that's why they put it in the same reward level
0: yeah i don't know what a snack size i'd have to picture a snack size too but uh i yeah, like the mcflurry is a pretty yeah i don't know i uh, don't okay well i guess it, it depends on what you feel too right like in the summer maybe you'd be willing to you know say well the mcflurry maybe it's not quite the same value as a mcdouble but it's summer and you know
1: there's we said perceived value. There's a perceived
0: value. Yes. Got it. Yes.
1: Okay. And on to the headlines.
0: A new epidemic is raging through Springfield, and this one didn't start with Krusty Burger's Whatchamacarcus Sandwich.
1: Curtis, it's been a while since we looked at the headlines, but I got a doozy one for the beginning. Yeah. Our buddy, our buddy Yay. Is that, Yay. Is that what he's referring to himself? Yay. Yay but we'll yeah, call believe, him Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Yeah. Kanye West says he's no longer an anti-Semite. Yeah. Thanks to Jonah Hill.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I think at first, if you just hear the first part of that headline, you'd be like, oh, did he, you know, did he reach out? Like, did he reach out to, um, you know, like, like people within the Jewish community? Did he attend synagogue one day? Or did Jonah call him up? Yeah, like, yeah. But like, what, 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 what changed this, what made this profound change in Kanye, this enlightenment so that he's no longer (laughs) bigoted and anti-Semitic? But no, yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing like that. It's because he watched Jonah Hill, and what did he watch Jonah Hill in
1: the right? 20,
0: 2012,
1: 2012 film? <laughs> so it's it's yeah. it's. I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah, the twenty twelve film, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, starring Hill and Channing Tatum. And Channing Tatum, and and then he had his
0: epiphany. It is epiphany. about the about the Jewish race. Yeah, and and. And I've I've seen Twenty One Jump Street. It's quite funny. I love the chemistry between Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. There's nothing remotely Jewish, about religious? this movie, or, yeah, religious, or religious, like culturally religious. Like that, there's nothing. Like there's there's. <laughs> so he just he just had to he just knew that Jonah Hill was a was a Jewish comedian and was funny in this thing. But it had no. There was no. There was there was. There was there was no cultural touchstones or anything in it, but the, the thing that I loved the most, I was laughing out loud at Twitter, which I haven't done very much other than watching Elon Musk Dick punch himself. I don't <laughs> laugh out loud at, at Twitter too much, but I I was laughing because they were they had all these guys who were like who, 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 who were commenting on on Kanye West finding this to be um, so enlightening. That he's no longer anti-Semitic, and then, then they were saying like like, they're readying the the Delorean so that Jonah Hill can go back to, to Germany in 1936 and talk to Adolf Hitler. Try to convince him, yeah, try to convince him well, well so I, no, bring back no, the technology to show him twenty one jump street or like like twenty one well, jump street on a on a real to real film or something, yeah,
1: yeah, like a, a eight <laughs> uh eight would it have eight millimeter would it have been thirty two millimeter on yeah. the you know maybe maybe with with sound yeah. yeah, so here's the tweet, which at the time of this article, one point three million likes Curtis, <laughs> Kanye said. Tweeted, watching Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. No one should ever take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is Jew. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. (laughs) And to this date, I believe – Jonah Hill has yet to comment on that tweet and or this whole situation.
0: Yeah, yeah. He probably thinks it's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Oh, I know we shouldn't be laughing at Kanye. Like, the man does need help. But when I read that, I was like, get out of here. Well, first, I thought the thing is, hey, good for Jonah Hill. Maybe they reached out. They had a chat just like you. And then, uh, then, then the revelation that he all he did was watch Twenty One Jump Street and yeah. was like profound by his performance.
0: Yeah, it would be like it would be like if you absolutely hated Scandinavians, and then, and then, and then you watched um, you watched Fargo because it has Peter Stormare and it had Peter Stormare in it. And you're like, oh wow. What a great performance! I no longer hate Swedes. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with Sweden.
1: <laughs> nope, it doesn't. All right, Kanye, let continue with your redemption, Kanye. Like that, I, I figured that's all it is, right? It's just like this story. Um, there is the story. I didn't put it on the sheet, Curtis, but of course, everyone's watching it. It's the whole Trump indictment thing. I didn't want to put it on a sheet because all last week I just felt like I was looking at some Instagram reel that had the wait to the end. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing happens at the end. Yeah. 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 So anything happening like is, is I I know that there was whole, those deep fake photos of people with Trump derangement syndrome that want to see him being dragged off or being chased by the cops with his shirt off or something like that. But
0: yeah, no, I mean like, He's been, well, he's been formally indicted and I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't checked. I I knew that there was a statement from the district attorney's office that's indicting him, confirming that, that there is an indictment then. Um, But um, CNN had said that there's 30, um like thirty charges or upwards of thirty charges including in included in this indictment of uh fraud, various types of fraud, um which would indicate that it's bigger in scope than just the uh hush money to porn star Stormy Daniels, um the impropriety there of uh, which I think was probably um a misdemeanor and and uh i know that some some people in 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 i I don't know if they were on CNN or whatever were trying to say well it could become a felony if if that was all he was getting indicted for then i don't think we'd like he'd have to he'd he'd have to surrender to the authorities but i don't think that anything huge would come out of it but it sounds Mm -hmm. like this what they've got from the sounds of it anyway is much bigger in scope And I guess we'd have to see the charges, but they could be far more serious. There could be felonies involved. So, yeah, apparently he's going to uh, appear in court on Tuesday.
1: Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. It's not as interesting as this guy because we want to see him on the run like this guy, Curtis. The headline is fugitive with distinctive, not even air quotes in their distinctive, Facial tattoos captured in Hamilton. Yeah. Now they have a photo of the mugshot of this guy. I don't think they needed the air quotes in distinctive because this man has like full on. Like, how do you hide? How do you be subtle? Yeah. How do, you, how do you go? How do you go incognito as this guy, Curtis?
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. He's got like, he's got Joker laughs like that. Ha 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 all on one side of his face. Then he's got like the teeth, like the skin sc- like the where his mouth is, it's got like the the teeth, right? Like what? Yeah, yeah, the, like this, the, the the skeleton, the skeleton like teeth. If... Yeah, and he's got like sort of Norwegian death metal corpse paint, sort of looking yeah. tattoos around his eyes, and um, yeah, you gotta wonder too. Like, um, so here's here's a description. He has a a heart and teardrop
1: with a stitch trail on his left cheek. A stitched trail on his right cheek and Spartan written on the right
0: side of his neck, to name a few. Spartan. What's Spartan? Is that I, supposed to be? Is this supposed to be like Spartan? And he spelled it <laughs> wrong. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. I don't think it's an acronym. Spartan.
1: Spartan. <laughs> well, what? So what? The, the funny thing is, it's more of a tattoo. But he
0: had a Canada-wide war. What did he do? What did he uh, do? I think he just he didn't he didn't check in with his parole officer for the looks of it, but he had yeah. done. He originally he was uh, arrested for like arson and oh uh, uh, okay, uh, well property, anyways, property crimes. Part of this is, you know, again,
1: we're audio format. You have to find this photo and look at this guy <laughs> like to think yeah. that he could get away.
0: Yeah, his name is Michael Stamaticos. So Google Michael Stamaticos. If you uh, dare. If you dare. It is unsettling. So, you know, we've
1: we've been accused or more or less you've been accused of uh, making fun of Hamilton too much or Hamilton Man. I I have a story of making fun of our hometown. So Brampton Man story here, Curtis. Brampton, Ontario Man. As if there was another Brampton. Brampton, (laughs) Ontario Man charged with dangerous driving after failing driving tests. So immediately, Curtis... He drove himself to the driving test center. Yeah, I mean, I I know that doesn't seem like something
0: you should be able to do.
1: So apparently, the 36 year old man faced charges of dangerous driving and stunt driving after failing his driver's test on Monday afternoon. Uh, they went to Woodlawn Road Plaza. That's not where John Rhodes is, is it? I don't know. Okay, I didn't. I got. Uh, I did mine in Georgetown. Oh, okay. They said a man was angry after failing his driving test and began yelling at the staff and then got into his vehicle and began speeding through the parking lot. The accused then narrowly missed four people and allegedly trying to drive through a pedestrian walkway. Well, that's that's a no-no. Yeah. They said he did a number of burnouts in the parking lot before officers found him in the driver's seat. So he didn't, like, say, I'm so angry. I got to get myself out of here. He's like – "I." I'm driving crazy, almost hit some pedestrians, and now I'm going to do some donuts in the parking lot.
0: Yeah. So I guess he'll probably get his license uh, next Tuesday when he can take the test again. (laughs) (laughs) That's reassuring.
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) And the final story, um, this goes to – see, this is where you and I differ because I'm I'm not as cool because I never knew that people ever made fun of – the city regina and and female genitalia and mm-hmm. yes they rhyme but i never made the correlation but apparently the some tourism folks trying to start a campaign to get more tourism man you must be that desperate when you have to do dirty jokes to get people to go visit your city regina city council not consulted about sexist experience regina slogans counselor says uh, the market agency involved in the campaign says unofficial slogans weren't its doing. So the city councilors were fab- flabbergasted by the slogans that accompanied a Regina Tourism's organization's rebranding campaign, such as show us your Regina
0: mm-hmm. and the city that rhymes with fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been to Regina and they, they do have – they are pretty desperate I think. Who signs off on that? Like <laughs> that's what I want to know.
1: Like it had to go up a certain amount of the chain of command. Yeah. Right? Like come I on. guess so,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's clever. I'm sure us your vagina. No, it's obvious. No. <laughs> it's pretty silly.
1: But uh um I I was more I was more surprised of myself that I've never actually heard or even grew up even like sophomoric. Teenage boy, you know he 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 Regina, yeah, I never even thought about it, and uh, yeah,
0: no, I'm it clearly was it. not that cool, it was a thing, uh okay, yeah, uh no, I would disagree, I think you are cool because, um it's I think I think like, you know, well, no, it wasn't like I heard it, and I'm like,
1: oh, don't say that, that's horribly sexist, that's that's I've yeah. never heard of it
0: before, <laughs> I think that's that's still better than being like, ah, that's hilarious. Uh, that city's named after genitalia (laughs) what 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 what's another city in uh in saskatchewan enos is there an enos saskatchewan (laughs) and so on and so forth so you you avoided all that sort of uh, okay yeah
1: all right that that's 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 all right okay that that, that's the stories hopefully we get better news cycle i'm sure we do you know uh, coming up I want to hear more About this Trump thing But it better not be in Like another Instagram reel Where Wait till the end Yeah nothing it also, it
0: also better not be Some kind of riot Or something I've had, a, oh. had my share My fair yeah, share I, Of riots uh, I had a buddy who Came back from France And he was uh
1: He experienced Some of the riots there And the oh, garbage strikes Oh
0: and- yeah The um the, and the French, the, the French love to riot. Just the retirement any, riot, the retirement age riot. Yeah, the yeah. retirement age riot, yeah. and then there was
1: the garbage strike.
0: Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. They do, they do enjoy it. The the French do enjoy a good riot. It's
1: true. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so one of our f- new favorite segments, you know, challenging and/or having a chat with our friend Chad G B T. This one we actually had a request come into the show. Uh, hey, we're willing to take it in. So uh, this listener wanted us to have ChatGPT write some lyrics for his dog, Ace, which is a German shepherd. So we told asked GBT, uh, can you write lyrics for a 1980s hip hop song about a German shepherd named Ace incorporating the outro lyrics? If you see Ace, give him some space, respect his boundaries, don't invade his place. He'll be your friend till the end as long as you don't bug him my friend.
0: This is you know uh what? yeah. I know this dog. Yeah. And uh that's a pretty um reasonable outro. He's very nice. He's a very cool dog. Um but he likes the space. So yeah. yeah.
1: And again ChatGPT did not fail. You know, we, we were very specific about. We wanted 1980s hip hop. So, if anyone knows 1980s hip hop, still very hickory dickory dock. A lot of arms folded. Yeah, of course. What does it start off with? Yo, listen up. <laughs> Yo, listen up. I got a story to tell about a German Shepherd. He's a dog from hell. Ace is his name. He's got a heart of gold, but if you cross him, he'll leave you cold. Cold dog ace 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 he's the king of king of the block guarding his turf around the clock give him space don't invade his place ace will be your friend just show him some grace just show him some grace you're an excellent hype man curtis yeah boy (laughs) ace patrols the streets with a watchful eye any intruders he'll make them cry he's loyal to the bone with a bark so loud but he's got a soft spot When he's with his crowd. Crowd and loud? I guess, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Back to the chorus. So third verse. Ace is more than just a dog. He's a legend. He's got reputation. Just that's never been questioned. Well, hold on. Let me say that again. Ace is more than just a dog. He's a legend. He's got a reputation. That's never been questioned. Yeah, sure. He's a top dog in a, in here in his town, and if you try to cross him, you'll go down. You'll go down! <laughs> and, of course, it ends off with the outro. Yeah. Ace is a friend. Till the very end, just don't mess with him, or you'll have to contend with the might of Ace, the one and only. He's the king of the block, never phony. Never phony, always keeping it real. There should be a boy at the end. Never phony oh. boy. <laughs> Word
0: word so yeah that's uh that's an 80s style rap of it uh, ace the dog I, I, You can't deny it no it, it, I, I i
1: don't know if it's a uh, more fresh prince or maybe uh maybe going even earlier 80s it could be maybe grandmaster uh, flash Yeah, it could be like white lines do it to do it to the tune of white lines yeah it could be um naughty by nature oh yeah or uh, <laughs> Actually, he's very good. Like, if you're into hip hop, Tretch's voice and his rhymes are like they still hold up. Yeah. So,
0: shout out to Tretch if he's listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you. I hope you. You like that rap? Maybe we could work together. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's. Uh...
1: Actually, we, we didn't get asked uh, ChatGBT to give us a title. Should we? Should we do a follow? up
0: Yeah, do a follow up question and ask for for. Um... A title. I also also see uh what producer it would recommend. Cause I have Rick Rubin's number on speed dial. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh a good title for the song could be
1: Ace the Guard Dog or King of the Block. Yeah, King of the yes! Block. Yes. <laughs>
0: it's King of the Block. Ace the Guard Dog.
1: Who should produce this song if in the nineteen eighties. Oh, there you go, Curtis. If it was produced in the nineteen eighties, it would be fitting to have a legendary producer as Marley Marl or Rick Rubin at the helm. Alright, I'm both- gonna,
0: gonna call him. I'm gonna call him Rick Rubin. <laughs> he, he's still he's still sporting the giant beard, right? Is oh that, yeah. That- yeah. Yeah he sure is. I saw him uh. on something recently. Who was he talking to? And he had the big the big beard yeah I, th- I think so uh
1: yeah i, I marley marl he uh you know another def jam guy um i you know when these older producers it's kind of i'm sure he's probably touched a lot of gold oh okay so one of the one of the predominant big albums of hip-hop like probably on the Mount Rushmore of hip hop is yeah. Eric B and Rakim's paid in full. Okay. Right. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> That's right. what he did.
0: Perfect. He
1: could have done nothing else after that. And you know, there you go. Well,
0: well there you go. We got a couple of options. If, if Rick Rubin um, is too busy.
1: Yeah. I, I can't get over even the last month, Curtis, how much, uh, chat gbt is in the backbone of things i actually have it at work now In mm-hmm. um, uh in it's like this slack
0: plug didn't isn't um, isn't elon musk like begging, begging people to stop or people pause? to stop developing yeah developing this ai yeah. i think it's because i think it's because like uh st- like stuff like this um has the potential to uh to wipe out like the current tech giants.
1: I, I think he's also so behind on the game that he wants like some catch up time as well. I think that's probably <laughs> more the reality because, you know, people are like, oh, should we be afraid of this? And I think AI, we've been using AI in very subtle forms for many years. If anyone's ever used like Waze or Google Maps to get to a destination in the fastest way, you know, route possible mm-hmm. to avoid traffic and all that, like what do you think that is? Yes, it's not generating hip hop lyrics for us <laughs> but but we've been we've been we we we've been seeing it incorporated in our daily lives for quite a while now, and now it's just kind of in a more of a natural language way
0: yeah, I think that's with- yes it's it's the um i think I think like this step. Um, that it's t- it's taken is being able to far like far more accurately simulate um, like simulate writing like s- so it looks natural and being able to and being able to write in different styles yeah like grammatically correct like like it like it doesn't look necessarily like a robot's written it
1: yeah so I think you're, you're you said, Bang on. It's simulate, right? Yeah. Everything that we asked ChatGPT do today is all probability, right? Yeah. It wrote a first set of lyrics and then we narrowed it down and say, no, do 1980s. So it could source material from 1980s rap, understand the cadence, you know, popular words that were used. We asked it what producer, like, duh, it went and found the two biggest producers in the 1980s for hip hop music. Like you called it, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to tell us Rick Rubin. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's – it's Skynet is not online. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no. No, for sure. You know, uh, it's, it's Google search with, you know, returning conversation. And that's why people like – you know how they feel like there's a connection in the response – and then they, they do an update to the, the bot and all of a sudden they lose the conversation or yeah. the bot changes. That's like people are getting depressed. I was like, it was never there to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's still loads of fun getting ChatGPT to do stupid things. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing that you were doing uh, the other day you were telling me uh, about the, the school teacher? Like who would make a better school teacher in the X-Men?
0: Yeah, it would just be which – it was a really simple query It was just fairly open-ended just which x which x-man i remember the x-men would make um the best kindergarten teacher and then every time i refreshed it it gave me a different one never wolverine but but uh, <laughs> but i got uh i got kitty pride first uh, which i thought like yeah kitty pride she's you know, she's kind of like um, empathetic, empathetic, right? and she's smart, and she's she's on the one of the younger. Well, You know, now they have even younger ones, but she's you know she's she's younger than sort of like the core X Men and stuff like that. Maybe relates to kids a bit better. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. And I refreshed, and then it said Beast, and I was like, yeah, Beast is smart. He's not. He doesn't want to teach kindergarten. <laughs> He's teaching advanced chemistry to like university science theoretical, yeah, theoretical science, science. And, yeah and then uh and then i pressed press refresh and it was storm and then i got two professor x's and then i did one more and it was jubilee who i don't think has like a, a really to me a teacher's persona
1: Hmm. well
0: listen this, this
1: didn't give you uh lobo
0: or a- <laughs> yeah or uh yeah, yeah. It didn't it didn't give or me Or Deadpool. Didn't give me Deadpool. Didn't give me Wolverine. Uh yeah. Didn't give me um silo. I, I think my magneto would still make
1: it pretty good. Maybe an English professor.
0: He'd magneto. be he'd be a, he'd be t- he'd be tough. He'd be a good teacher, but like he'd be one of those guys who'd be like, Oh, he was really tough, but I was but I appreciated it in the end, you know. <laughs> And what we're talking, we're talking like not, not, uh, fastbender Magneto.
1: We're talking about the, the comic book Magneto.
0: Yeah. Like, like Mag- Magnus. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah like the silver, <laughs> silver fox type. And, of it, it was it, was there a time where he was actually using his magnetism to give him a physique? Like to cut it?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, maybe. I, I don't know. Something. Like I remember, remember faintly of something
0: like that. He can, Just, cause he can, uh, well, you know, like he can sculpt that armor, right? And it always looks yeah. pretty badass. And you know, he's usually got some. It makes, no, he maybe. makes, he can make himself look ripped. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Oh. We'd do it too if we had the power. Right? Like if I had the power to, like, to, to, to uh, manipulate metal like that, I'd make myself some armor and make myself look ripped. I'm not above, <laughs> I'm not above that.
1: You're not, you're, yeah, you're no, no one's ever accused of being overly vain.
0: No, 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 no one, no one, no one has accused me of that. It's true. But if I had the power to be overly vain, maybe I would. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for listening. You can catch Curtis and I weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you can get your podcasts. On those platforms, please hit subscribe, like, maybe give us a rating, and uh, I think you can actually submit questions to us from Spotify now. There's actually a Q and A section for podcasts,
0: so you can actually submit a question. Oh man, I, I implore you all to submit a question and and be prepared for an answer that has no thought or research put into it headed your way. That's- that's that's how we roll, that's dog. A, that's that's basically that's, the concept of this.
1: Uh, yeah, that's how that's how we broadcast. roll. It's just yeah. just like just like Ace, just like Ace. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Any any last words, Curtis? Yeah, go Blue Jays! They open their season today a 10-9 slugfest victory oh. over the St. Louis Cardinals. Three hours and forty minutes. All those rules speed up the game. Do not apply to the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> Did, you know,
1: didn't they add, like, a, a pitcher's clock or a, – not a shot clock, but a pitching clock? Yeah. Yeah,
0: they – yeah, they –
1: they did. Just to keep the game
0: moving? Yeah. Because, like they, you said – Yeah, they added, like – yeah, they added all kinds of – and they've been doing it over time. But this year, they've got even more. They've added all kinds of things to try to, like, stop people. Because before, like, you know, the guy the guy would be in the batter's box and then he'd – you know, the the pitcher would, would – you know, take forever to, and then, and then the batter would say, time out. And then he'd go and he'd like pick his ass or kick his bat or whatever for five minutes. And he'd just be like, Jesus Christ, this is boring. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like Giannis
1: trying to take a free throw uh, shot, right? Giannis y- trying to take a free throw shot is, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: The thing is, he can hit threes. I just don't. I don't know. I, don't, I yeah. I don't understand how he can't hit that range. Yeah, I don't know basketball that that like that well. <laughs> but like, it, I I it seems logical that if you can hit threes, um, you should be able to hit free throws at, at better than fifty percent. Well, but, it's not. It's
1: not that he can't hit them. I know he's not very good at hitting them, but he he takes forever when he's on the line.
0: Yeah, he takes forever. He gets called. Yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. So I see what you. I see what I see the, the relation yeah yeah no yeah he gets he gets pe- he gets like you you so rarely see people get called for taking too long to to take a free throw but the few times I've seen it I think I've all been Giannis yeah <laughs> yeah go nuts
1: yeah who, who, who knows right who knows okay thanks again for listening and just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber
0: I'm living the good life while I'm working from home